Welcome to Relevance for Today, a show where you will be encouraged, inspired, and fed through the Word of God. You will find relevant teachings, tips, discussions, interviews, and more for both believers and even non-believers who are considering salvation through Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey folks, thanks for tuning in to another episode. I'm Steve Lewis. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Relevance for today as we continue on with this series about important Bible verses, favorite Bible verses, Bible verses you need to know. Hey, I love sharing the Bible verses with you. And of course, the main thing with Relevance for today, teaching out of the word of God, teaching and equipping the saints, being a blessing, sharing the good news about Jesus Christ, and so much more. Hey, So we're going to jump right in. As most of you know, we've been continuing on with reading different Bible verses and sharing those to get you hungry, giving you that sample platter, you know, and keep in mind, remember, read a verse, but don't just read the verse, read the entire chapter, read the entire book, right? Get to know who Christ is. Take your time and eat it. Don't just slurp it down like you're in a food eating competition, but actually take your time. Taste and see that the Lord is good. The word of God, right? It's powerful. It's mighty. We need to get into it. And we have the freedom where we are right now, depending on what country you're in. For those that don't have the freedom, be safe out there with what you might be doing to get the word of God. But for those of you who have the word of God by the multitudes around your homes. Don't take it for granted because there's people out there who don't even have anything that they can read, but a page or two like the martyrs, the Christian martyrs uh, went to a conference one time and they were talking about some people got saved on one or two sheets of the word of God. They might have two pages out of the book of Matthew And they'll read those and memorize those and meditate on those. And then they'll pass those on to someone else and get one or two pages. And here we have the whole thing, all 66 books in the comfort of our home, leather bound, paper bound, hardback, book bound, whatever it might be. Don't take it for granted. It's the word of God, folks. Hey, we're going to jump right in. So continuing on, we're going to be going through some more scripture. And I hope you're enjoying this. And I'm looking forward to the feedback as I already have. And uh, it's really nice to hear from you folks. So thank you. Okay, continuing on, we're going to do Hebrews 11.1. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Faith, okay? Confident in what we hope for. I'm hoping to take another breath right now, (laughs) right? I'm hoping my heart is going to beat. There, it did. I'm hoping uh, that that air is fresh, that oxygen I just breathed in, because you can't see it, right? You know the old saying when someone says, how do you know God's real? You can't see him. And it's like, you see that tree moving over there? Yeah, so what's making it move? You can't see the air, can't see oxygen, but you're breathing it in. You trust it enough to breathe it in. You have enough faith to go to a restaurant and eat the food that's been prepared for you. And you know nothing about how it's been prepared. You don't know if the cook's clean. You don't know if the kitchen's clean, right? 
but you seem to have enough faith <laughs> that that meal is going to be edible because you're scarfing it down. Well, the insurance about what we do not see, faith in Christ. You can see God in action. Just look around at creation. You can see the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, we've seen people healed. We've seen people transformed. We've seen th things happen. We've seen ways made possible. You might as well look at it this way. Bridges made possible to get one person from one side to the other. When it seemed like all hope was gone, someone survives something. When it seems like all hope is gone, an angel is put in place where nobody would have ever imagined it. And remember, be careful how you treat people because you never know when you're entertaining angels. That's a real thing. It's in the Word of God. There's times we've helped people that it's like, what in the world? How did they get this far? People with no belts on their vehicle, driving their car, their car breaks down, and the serpentine belt isn't even there. That's the belt that runs off of everything, the fan, the whole nine yards. Nowhere in sight. You take the guy to the store to go help him get a new belt, and he sits back, and the mechanic goes, how did you get this far? Because where's the other belts? You've only got one belt, and you shouldn't have been able to run this vehicle on that one belt, and you just, it just blows your mind. But faith, you know, making a way where there is no way. When you rely on the Lord, you rely on the Holy Spirit for guidance, and you're sitting back and you're saying, well, shoot, we just lost our job or this happened or that happened. But for some, some reason, the finances are still there. Or you know how it is. You know the old thing there where someone says, well, shoot, this bill all of a sudden went up $200. And then two days later, you got $200 in an envelope in your mailbox. And you don't know where it came from. Or another bill dropped the same exact amount. Or someone comes to your door and says, you know what? The Holy Spirit laid you on my heart. And for some reason, I'm just being obedient and I'm supposed to give you this. And it's like $40.50. And it's the same amount that the water bill was that you were short because you had a family emergency or something. Or you're talking to someone and it's like, yeah, I need tires for my vehicle. And the next thing you know, this guy down the street's giving away the same size tires and everything. And he wants you to have them because he's seen you had the same style car. It's things like that. You just never know. But having faith in what you cannot see, God can move mountains. God's moving all the time. Things are happening. It may seem like they're not when you watch the news and you see what's going on with the turmoil and chaos. But have faith. Stay focused. Remember, God is on the throne. Right? He's on the throne. We have the Holy Spirit within us. Stay focused. Uh, like I said before in a different podcast episode I was doing, I was just talking about life. I think it was a spiritual spotlight podcast I have. And I was just talking about how seeing how everything was going on. And I was like, you know what? Nothing's ever going to come of this. These people aren't going to be dealt with. Nothing's going to ever happen. It's just going to be the same thing over and over again. And a prophetic team was speaking. And uh, it was on the Prophecy Watchers online. And one of the things they said is, the Lord wanted me to share right now that some of you out there you're giving up hope. You're putting God in a box. You're thinking that nothing can come out of this or nothing's going to be done. And I'm here to tell you, be careful what you say. Never, ever underestimate what God can do. And that's why we have to have that faith, right? Faith in what we hope for. I'm hoping for change. 
And you have to have the faith to, to sit back and, and focus on what you're doing and allow God to do what he needs to do. Amen. So that's that faith thing. The best way, like I said, I always describe faith is you've got faith that you can breathe in. You're not even trying to blink. You're not even trying to make your heart beat. It's doing it's on its own. You have to have faith that your heart's going to keep going. You're going to have to faith that when you take that next breath, it's going to be fresh oxygen. Amen. Okay, here we go. First Peter 5.8. Here's a good warning. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. That's the truth. And remember, Satan and all his minions, right? All his fallen angels are running around trying to take as many people as they can to the lake of fire with them. They know their time's coming. That's why we need to be on point. We need to stay focused. Have Christ in your life. You know, when you speak the name of Jesus, it shakes something in the atmosphere. Just like when they say worship, worship music, worshiping the Lord has a way of spirit in the spirit realms, cuts through things, cuts through demonic, you know, music. Have you ever seen when someone puts like rice or something on top of a piece of cardboard and then they'll blow an instrument right beside it and all of a sudden the vibrations from the music cause patterns to be formed by that rice. You've got to see this. Look it up on YouTube. Um, just put it in Google. Put in music patterns made by blowing horns near um, sand on a board or something. And the patterns are beautiful. They'll play music and the vibrations will perfectly form amazing patterns. And you're just like, only God, you know, for real. But being alert, staying focused, Prayer, speaking out the word of God. Greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. Speaking it out. The enemy's looking and they're just waiting to get a foothold in there. And all you got to do is do something like maybe sin, you know, be disobedient. Don't follow what the word of God says. Go off doing your own thing. And then all of a sudden a door gets open and you go in that door. And before you know it, you can't get out. Just like they said, uh, Jensen Franklin was preaching about the rattlesnake, how the rattlesnakes have changed because years ago they'd have their rattle going. But then hunters, and I don't know if it's wild boars or not, wild boars would eat them, but they would hear the rattle and they would go right to it. And uh, I, think it's, I think it's the wild boar. But the bottom line, he said, the snakes have changed. So now they don't use their rattle as much as what they used to. So you could be sitting there and he said, it's like sin. You'll be going deeper and deeper in. And before you know it, it's too late. And then you can't turn back. And it's the same thing. That rattle, you won't hear that rattle until boom, it bites you. The snake bites you. So you have to stay focused. You have to be on guard. You have to be in the word. You have to have the armor of God on, right? Ephesians 6, make sure you read that sometime. Ephesians 6 talks about the armor of God, talks about not flesh and blood, talks about the word of God, the sword of the spirit, right? That's what it talks about. It's powerful. Stay on guard, have your armor on, very important. Get in the word, stay there, be prayed up because the enemy is on the prowl, but greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. The Holy Spirit is greater than the enemy, right? 
Yes. And once again, Genesis 1.27. So God created mankind in his own image. In his image, God created them male and female. He created them. And I spoke about this once before I did a reel on it and shared it, but it's in the word of God. We know it. We grew up learning that. I mean, there's a video even Mr. Rogers is talking about. If you're born a boy, you're a boy. If you're born a girl, you're a girl. If you're a female, you have a baby, you know, and so forth. And uh, that's what you learn. That's common sense. That was normal. That is normal. But the word of God is also under attack. So everything you read in here, the enemy is going to try to show the opposite. Well, just like the fruit, right? Just like when Eve said, are you sure when Eve, when Eve was talking to Satan in the Garden of Eden, are you sure that's what God said? Are you sure, right? Are you sure he created them male and female? Are you sure he said replenish the earth? Because you know you can't replenish the earth. You can't be fruitful and multiply if you don't have anybody to multiply with, right? That's why he made a male and female so they could do that. But that's neither here nor there. I'm not going to harp on that today. But the bottom line is Genesis 127. It's a good Bible verse to read and know. So God created mankind in his own image. The image of God, he created them, male and female. And of course, as we know, the two become one flesh. Replenish. Fill the earth. Okay, Romans 12, 1. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. So we don't give ourselves to the world. We give ourselves to God. How do we do that? How do you live as a sacrifice? Well, you say things like, you know what? Instead of me sitting back playing video games all day, I'm going to focus on God and do something for the kingdom of God. I'm going to study my word. I'm going to go spend time with people, but I'm also going to show them the love of Jesus Christ wherever I go. They're going to know. And I'm going to have my spiritual radar on, and I'm going to be praying for the Holy Spirit to show me someone who needs that touch, who needs that encouragement, who needs someone to just come alongside them and say, hey, are you okay today? What's going on? And they just open up and share with you because they feel comfortable enough to. And some of you listening right now, you have that same gift. And that's something Barb and I have. We'll be in places talking to people. And next, you know, someone will tell us things that we would never tell anybody. And that used to happen. And that's when we, when it used to happen, I mean, that's when we realized that God has a gifting on us that makes people feel comfortable. It's like an atmosphere. It's an anointing. So you go someplace and someone goes, you know what? I don't know why, but when Steve Lewis is around, I feel comfortable around him. I sleep better at night. <laughs> That's what one of our friends said. Um, she came and spent the night, a dear friend of ours, and uh, stayed in the spare room and said, "That's the best I've ever slept in a long time." She's like, "This house just brings me peace," and uh, it was a good testimony for us. You know what I mean? It was good encouraging for Barb and I, because we're not sitting back getting puffed up about it. We're just saying, okay, it's because we're focusing on the Lord. We pray in our home. The Lord is welcome here at all times, right? And of course he is here because the Holy Spirit within us. But the bottom line is living as a sacrifice to God, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. 
worshiping the Lord can look differently. It's not just singing. It's taking time out for him. It's showing others who he is by the way you act, by the way you behave, by the way you talk, by the way you share the word of God. We're telling people about him. We're not telling people about ourselves. It's not the Steve Lewis show, right? It says relevance for today podcast show where God always comes first. It doesn't say relevance for today podcast show where Stephen Lewis always comes first. Otherwise, I'd be in trouble and chances are I wouldn't have a show anymore. <laughs> Amen. Okay, let's continue on. Isaiah 9, 6. Ooh, it's a good one. And this is in the Old Testament. Check it out. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. That is about Jesus Christ before Jesus Christ was even born. That's prophetic right there. Okay? That's a prophetic word. That's prophecy about the coming king, the prince of peace. Amen? Yes. That's awesome. So that's an Isaiah. And what's cool is, so what will happen in your Bibles, you may look in the New Testament and you'll be reading about Jesus, and they'll say something about, you know, talking to Mary, where the angel came to Mary, Gabriel came to Mary and started saying, hey, you're going to have a child, da-da-da-da, and he's going to be wonderful and amazing. And then also in there, in the side notes, like some of your Bibles will have the little side notes in them, or this one is a study Bible and it has the study notes in the bottom, it'll actually say verse 11, such and such, and then it'll have Isaiah 9, 6. So then you go into that section and see, ooh, Isaiah 6. Oh, it's referencing the same thing. This is a prophetic word spoken about what happened in the future in Matthew or in Luke. You know what I mean? And so it's really neat. That's just a little Bible nugget. And I talked about that in Bible study tips and tricks. But I just wanted to say that real quick because that's in the Old Testament, but it's speaking of the new. It's speaking about the coming of Jesus Christ. Hey. Follow him. He's the one. He's the only one. Okay. 2 Corinthians 10.5. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So that one right there, when you're sitting there, and um, <clears throat> I should have put it up in the New Living Translation also, because it breaks it down a little bit easier for palatable reading. But we demolish all arguments and every pretentious that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. So you're sitting back and you're reading the word of God and someone goes, yeah, you know, da 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 God's not real, blah, 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 dee, 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 dee. For starters, in Timothy, it tells you not even to argue, you know, foolish arguments and pedigrees and things of that nature. You don't even get involved in that stuff. You stay away from that. There's no point. What does the enemy want to do? He wants to suck you in and have you arguing and fighting and defending someone who does not need to be defended. God doesn't need you to defend him, right? We need to stay focused. Take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. That means when you're having thoughts in private and thinking about things like, you know what? No, no. Align these things with Christ, not with the enemy. Don't be off on a tangent focusing on something crazy and silly and arguments and so forth. Get them out of your head. Anything that's against God and the knowledge of God, get it out of your mind, get it out of your head, get it out of your thoughts, get it out of your house. 
take captive of every thought to make it obedient to Christ, meaning pretty much saying, hey, get a hold of it. Get a rein on this thing. Your mind's gone crazy. And you want to know how <laughs> to get in a point where you'll have to use this verse? Watch the news for a week. You watch the news for a week. Don't pick up your Bible. Don't play any worship music. You watch the news from Monday to Friday. And by the time you get done, you're going to be ready to read verse this one, 2 Corinthians 10.5, because you're ready, you'll be ready to demolish some arguments and things that set itself up against the knowledge of God. And you'll want to take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ because you'll be sitting back just, as most of you know, we were all there. Many of us were there as followers of Jesus Christ. We were there where we had to sit back and go, enough. And I had a, I did a podcast show about reeling in your mind, something to that effect. I think it was called reeling in the mind because your mind just goes 100 miles an hour you're having ungodly thoughts. You're thinking about, oh my gosh, this one and that one needs to be persecuted. This one needs to be prosecuted. What's going on? This needs to be, they need to be in jail. <clears throat> this one fighting against that one. That one fighting against this one. It was just crazy. And uh, the enemy was having his way, or at least thinking he was. But that passage of scripture right there helps you reel in the mind, stay focused. Nice. Okay, we've got Psalms... Number one, Psalms 1, verses 1 through 3. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delights is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I like that one a lot, especially the part about the tree planted by streams of water. They yield a lot of fruit because, of course, those tree roots are down deep and they're getting all that water and nutrients and its leaves do not wither. Really important. Good Bible verse. Not walking in the counsel of the wicked nor standing in the way of sinners nor sits in the seat of scoffers. Because what happens? You become your friends. You become the people you hang around, right? So if you're sitting around with people who are thinking wickedly all the time, or you're standing around, you're hanging out with people who just aren't doing the right thing, they're going against the word of God, the next thing you know, you'll be right there with them. Trust me, I was a young guy. And it's easy sometimes to try to fit in. You know, you want to fit in, so you do what everybody else does. And before you know it, bada boom, bada bing. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. And of course, this is the book of Psalms. So it's talking, you're talking about the Pentateuch, the five books of Moses and so forth. But we can meditate on the 66 books, right? So instead of hanging out with people acting crazy and trying to manipulate people and things like that, and we end up acting like them, we stay focused. We know who we are in Christ. If that means we're alone in a room, we're not alone because we have the Holy Spirit within us, right? And we stay focused on that. We meditate on God's word. Then we'll be like a planted tree near a stream, 
yielding great fruit. And that fruit will be the fruit of the Spirit. That fruit will be discipleship, others growing in Christ, people seeing Christ in you, the hope and glory. Amen? Okay, let's do one more. We've got Psalm 4610. You know this one. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Be still. There's so many times when we're praying and it's one of those, Lord, thank you for this day. I thank you for all the blessings. Please watch over mom, dad, all my friends and family and everybody. Thank you for everything you've given me. And may I have a good day. Boom. And we're gone. Or even if we're like, Lord, I just need some guidance. I need some help. Please guide me in the right way to go with these decisions I need to make here in the future. And I thank you for everything in Jesus' name. Amen. Boom. Gone. But instead, if it's being still, yes, know he is God. And also know the fact is he is the creator. He's the supreme being. He is the creator of the world. You have access to him through Christ. Because of Christ, you have the Holy Spirit within you. Be still and listen. Know that he is God. Have respect for him that he is God because he will be exalted among the nations. Like the verse says, even the rocks will cry out if we won't. He will be exalted in the earth. He is being exalted in the earth. It might not be by everyone, but there's many. He's exalted. So keep that in mind. You know, knowing who he is, when you read more passages of scripture about who God really is, who Jesus is, who the Holy Spirit is, it really puts things into perspective when you're sitting back and you don't take things for granted. Be still and know that he is God when trouble comes. Be still and know that he is God and let go and let him do what he needs to do in your life. Amen. Okay. We'll leave it right there. I think it's time to pray. I thank you all so much, as always, for tuning into another episode. The series is going great. I'm having a blast doing it. In fact, I'll be listening to this personally myself and encouraging myself in these messages because it's the Word of God being shared. So, Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for all the blessings. We thank you for your Word. We thank you for all the men that you chose. We thank you for the people you chose, even Esther. Esther's story, you know, Ruth's story, Joseph, all the different stories, testimonies, Jesus, all of them, Gideon, Samson, Apostle Paul, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, just amazing, amazing messages that we're able to get into and read and learn from and glean from and come closer to you in a mighty way. I just thank you so much for all the works. Thank you so much for the 66 books, the accounts of your word in writing, in our homes, on our shelves, in our hearts. I say I should bless all our listeners and watchers, and I thank you so much for all the blessings and I pray these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thank you so much. I was getting a little slow in that prayer. I was thinking about all kinds of things to say. But I just thank you so much for tuning in. 
Hey, don't forget to subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, make sure you go and leave some comments. Leave me some ratings. Help me get this show boosted up so more people can reach it. Hey, we just reached over 24,000 downloads. And uh, in the last, what, four years? That's not bad. 6,000 downloads a year. I'm not complaining. You know what? That's 24,000 people, (laughs) possibly. I mean, unless they're listening to the same ones over and over again. But the bottom line is I'm very grateful for whoever's out there listening and watching the show. Don't forget to get over to YouTube. Look up Stephen Lewis Relevance for today and you'll find me over there. Go ahead and subscribe. You'll get to watch the TV show there. And thank you so much for all the blessings. Don't forget about Spotify and all those good places where you can listen. You can even leave and say, Alexa, play Relevance for today podcast show and it will start playing it. Or you can say, hey, Bixby play relevance for today podcast show and it'll start playing like my phone's trying to pick up hey so with that being said hey god bless you all love you take care of yourselves thanks for everything peace